When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. I'm Leo Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK, Independent Louisville at WFPK.org, Consequence of Sounds, and the Consequence Podcast Network. I'd like to thank all the subscribers. Thank you so much for checking in multiple times every single week. Appreciate all the comments you've left and all the spaces. I always love hearing from you guys. Uh, continue to do that. If you haven't already uh, given the series a rating and a review, uh, that's always helpful as well. And if you're not a subscriber, why? Why? Take that moment right now to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening from. You can grab us uh, at any of the podcast land destinations like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, of course, uh, Spotify, YouTube, any of those places you can subscribe to it is the best way to keep up with all of your favorite artists uh, with new interviews released every monday wednesday and friday i'm kyle meredith and today my guest is nicholas godin you will know him as one half of the band air one of my all-time favorite bands he has a brand new solo album called concrete and glass and nicholas and i are going to talk about uh, he likes to start with a concept and he'll tell you architecture is where he started with this one uh, that's not something out of left field he actually has a history with architecture it was 
maybe what he was going to be doing before he decided to become a musician 20 some odd years ago. So we'll hear about revisiting that concept for him, how it all started, and how it reflects within the songs. Yes, there are angular moments, but with the uh, guest vocalists, he actually kind of left the door wide open. Like, this is what it's about. You take it where you're going to take it. So we'll hear about some, writing some of those songs, like The Border, and getting together with uh, the guests. Cola Boy, Alexis Taylor from Hot Chip, and the GPS voice. You know, we've all heard her. She makes her own appearance on this record on a song called Turn Right, Turn Left. It's a really cool moment in the album. And that also allows us to talk about AI music. Uh, Nicholas will tell you that uh, he thinks we're only a year away from uh, pop songs having uh, vocalists who don't actually exist. And it's one that excites him. We'll hear exactly why. And from there, I will turn the clock back just a little bit. Uh, the movie The Virgin Suicide celebrated its 20th anniversary at the end of last year, but the soundtrack actually hits 20 on February 23rd of this year. So we'll hear a little bit about that time right there. And as far as movie soundtracks go, Nicholas has his eye on some more. Science fiction, maybe even horror? You'll have to listen in to get more details on that one. Talking about this album, Concrete and Glass, it's Kyle Meredith with Nicholas Godin from Air. Yeah, hi. Well, I got to tell you how much how much I seriously love Concrete and Glass. Uh, what you've been doing the last few years has just been beautiful and amazing, and this record is no exception to that. So congratulations on another uh, another fantastic record. Thanks. Uh, as you've said many times, you like to start with a concept, and as I read, this one has to do with architecture, which takes you back to an early roots of yours. What was it about that theme that drew you back in this time? Oh, it was really an opportunity. I never thought about it. I never, um, it was not my plan to do that. And I just got my friend Xavier Veillon. He's a French artist. And he, he asked me if I have some ideas to do music around his own project of, uh, of doing some exhibits in famous uh, modernist houses around the world for one year and one year and a half. So I did that. And, uh, and then at the end of this, I had all these melodies and all these chords and all, all these tracks. And, and so I said, let's make a record about it so I can, I can, I can leave a trace of, what I, of, of this work. Otherwise, this work, this work um, would have disappeared, you know, because after each exhibit, it was nobody who could listen to it. So I did the record, so there's a, a kind of an archive of this, of this work. But the problem is that I wanted people to listen to the album without knowing anything about this exhibit. So I, I had to transform this music into songs. So the main, the main work on the album was to transform this, this music that was first for contemporary art into pop songs, you know, and that this transformation is the album, really. And, and how much did that change the songs from their original states? I would say the original songs were more like soundtrack music, you know, it was, it was like, um, and, 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 but I, I didn't want to do a conceptual album. I wanted to make pop songs with choruses and verses and like lyrics. And I was tired of doing some intellectual music. I really wanted to do something sensual, you know. That's interesting too. So when, you, when you're writing like that, so, so take it back to, you know, the broad idea of architecture. Does the music that we hear on this album necessarily reflect architecture or is that more in the lyrics? No, it's the, the origin of the, of the, of the music is architecture, but the, the music itself doesn't reflect uh, because I asked uh, the guest vocalist, I said, look, this song, the origin of the song is this house, but honestly, uh, feel inspired by the melody and the chords and don't, don't 
don't think of the origin, just do what you feel like to do. So to be honest with them, I told them the origin of the project, but then I, I, let, I let them free. And also the only thing that was, um, because the origin of the project was about was architecture, I really wanted to have um, uh, sounds uh, and production that has to do with the square angles and parallel lines, you know, like, like when you make a, an architecture plan or an architecture blueprint, you know, or... or uh, building itself, you know, I really wanted the, all the music to be well concise and well synced, all the sounds together to be perfect like a building, you know. That's, that's, that's this method, this recording process was really inspired by architecture. Well, I, I do love the way it kind of opens up, as you said. It, it does go beyond that. I mean, it's, even when I listen, uh, even to the first single with The Border, you know, I, I started wondering, you know, if, if the theme really allowed itself to open up. I mean, the word border, especially in America right now, that's a hot-button word at mm-hmm. the moment, and, and it speaks yes. for a lot of things. And, and that's, did it for you? Did it? Did it? Did you allow yourself to take on bigger themes like that? Am I hearing that in a song like yes. this? And that's the beauty of it is that um, it that you, you words can have different um, proposals, you know. And uh, at the origin, I wrote this song because at the, the French border with Spain, there was Barcelona, and and Miss Van der Rohe did this building in 1929. Uh, so the, I, I imagine a song about a guy. Uh, who's going to change the world and start a new page of the world, you know? And so he, he, asked, he asked his collaborators, meet me by the border and we will change the world together. And then, because I'm in Europe and I think of all these, these people who cross the, the, the sea, you know, and taking a lot of dangers for their lives and try to come to start a new life, you know? And I, I think that's the beauty of art, really, because when you're an artist, you're a sponge. You, you're, you're influenced by everything you read in, in the newspaper or watch on, on TV or... The world is the world is uh, going through you, and so even when you have uh, you don't uh, you don't do it intentionally, it's stronger than you. Like you can feel like the world is in your music, whatever you do. I imagine like the bands in the 60s, they were making records, and now when you listen to this record, uh, you can feel the 60s in the in the records, you know. And I think songs like The Border. I did now, when you listen to it, you can feel how, in what world I was living in when I was recording, you know. I, I think I can say that for the music that you've done all throughout your career. I mean, you do create these little worlds in each record, and I've lived in many of them within those moments. And, and you know, using the vocalists, you, you may have always done this, but I do notice that the guest vocalists, they are from all over the world. And and I'll, I'll kind of put yeah. that in a similar context of what we're talking about, because when, when a lot of governments are trying to become smaller, this record is something that seems like, well, was it on purpose that you were using from so many different spots around the globe? Uh, not on purpose, but th- that's my life, you know, and the thing is that I don't... Uh... I don't even notice the difference from part of the world because for me, we're all the same, you know? And um, I just remember I wanted to have, like, uh, newcomers and, um, because I wanted the album to sound fresh. So I, I didn't ask any of my famous friends to, to sing on the album. I really wanted people to have a virgin, virginal um, hearing of the record, you know? And, uh, and then, uh, and then I noticed there was people from Russia, from California, from Australia, and, um, from England. And it's like, uh, it's afterwards I, I noticed that, you know? I, I do want to bring up, uh, Alex Taylor from, uh, from Hot Chip, um, Alexa Taylor from Hot Chip, yeah. um, you know, a fan of that band. What was that collaboration like? It was very funny because I was going home one night after dinner and uh, a friend of mine called Annie Hart from the band Au Revoir Simon, she was opening for him during his um, US tour. He did a solo piano album and he was touring in the States 
and my friend Annie Hart was opening for him. And she posted a story on Instagram with him singing. And I watched my Instagram and I said, wow, it's so fucking beautiful. And oh my God. And so I, I text Annie and said, hey, do you think I'm making a record? Do you think it would be amazing? I would, ask, I would love to do a song with him. And I said, oh, let me ask him if he's backstage with me right now. So everything went like that in, like in, in 15 minutes. <laughs> and then uh, and he, he said, yeah, sure. So tell him to send, him, send me the track. And so I sent the track right away. And then uh, a couple of days later, he, he answered and said, yeah, I'm interested to do it. And uh, so it's like a, it was a very big gift for me. <laughs> and I'll bring up another one of the, uh, the guest vocalists, too, is not exactly... Uh, I, I'd say it was more AI because in the song Turn Right, Turn Left, you use the GPS voice, which has become, yeah, that's a part of all of our lives. Can can you tell me about that track as well? Well, yeah. I, when I've been asked to do this project about architecture exhibits, and uh, the first house was the Nutra VDL house in Silver Lake, and the second house was the John Lutner, um house in Beverly Hills, the Ship Goldstein residence. Uh-huh. And so I, I took the car I, from one house to the other house and I put the GPS and I record all the GPS, but also record the sounds of the streets and the other cars were driving by me and all the horns and all the, the turning signal, you know, stuff like that. I record all the, the paths from one house to another and this is the song is about, you know, it's like how to go to, from one house to the other one. And so, so that, that, that's the story of the song. And I thought this, uh, this GPS voice was very sensual. So I decided to be the singer the song, you know. It's interesting how well that voice lends itself to music. Uh, yeah. E- e- yeah, and I think we are we are on the on the we are very close from the moment where I think in one year from now we we will make we can make records uh, with with vocals that with singer that doesn't exist like you see video games you know uh-huh. when you see actors that are, that are not real I think. In one year from now, we're very close from that moment in the history of music where mm, I think in, in, in a year from now, we will have albums made by singers that doesn't exist really. Uh, how do you feel about that? I feel good. I feel great. I don't know how to sing, so it's great for me. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just interesting. You know, I've even heard you talk about uh, you know, appreciating Billie Eilish's art and everything. And what I, what I personally love about what she's doing and a lot of artists uh, of her ilk is it seems like it's the return of minimalism in pop music. Yeah, yeah. But that, that seems like it goes back to a lot of what you've been doing in the past as well. I don't know if you see yeah, it that way. I mean, it, it's a good news if it happens because I've always been a minimalist guy and uh, the minimalism is at the heart of my, my music since I started. So if one day there's a, there's a return of that, <laughs> I will be there, you know, that's cool. But then to add on that, some AI production. I mean, I could hear a lot of artists kind of talking about how, you know, you lose the human aspect. But but even for someone like you who have, you know, you've worked with electronics the whole time, you use the word sensuality a yeah. lot. Like that sensuality is not lost just because you're using, you know, some kind of uh, synth or whatever. Oh, yeah. No, I prefer a good robot than a bad human, you know. <laughs> I'll kind of close it out here, uh, you know. On uh, what is it, February twenty third, the uh, the Virgin Suicide soundtrack uh, also turns twenty. It's one that you've celebrated multiple times wow. throughout your career and everything. But now you're landing at the twentieth anniversary, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I was just kind of kind of get the broad stroke on that one. Like, you know, when you look back at that time, I mean, that's a record that's meant so much to me. Like, what stands out for you about that album? Oh, it's crazy to because when we were doing it, we were so fresh and innocent, and now it's a classic of the music. It's crazy. It's like uh, when you do things, you don't know what you do, and then you get old, and then you you realize how oh, shit. If only I knew, I would have I would have enjoyed it more, you know. 
I mean, w- with those soundtracks and everything, you know, you, you've done several. You did one before this, uh, this new record right here. I, I've heard you say yeah. you want to do a science fiction film or a horror movie soundtrack. Do you think that's on the horizon? Yeah. I would love to. I would love to do science fiction music. Yeah. I, uh, I watched uh, the Watchmen TV show on, and, and Trent Reznor and his partner, I don't remember his name, they did this music and soundtrack and it's fucking amazing and that's really, that's really, that's really the kind of soundtrack that we love to do. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, The Watchmen's one thing. I, I was trying to think of it in more of the sense of horror films as, as we know them and scores as yeah, we know them. Like, the problem with horror films is that I'm, I can't watch them. I'm too sensitive and I can't sleep at night. So I, I think I'd rather do science fiction. I'm very sensitive to horror films. I can't, I can't see blood and it's just horrible. Because but I live in Paris, so maybe I should move to L.A. if I want to do soundtrack. I don't know, you know. But the problem <laughs> is that I love too much life here. Yeah. <laughs> understand it well uh, i'll be interested to see if that that happens i love everything you do and i so appreciate this new record concrete and glass uh thank you for the music and again thank you so much for speaking to me about it today too thanks for calling me all right it's been a pleasure take care okay bye-bye my thanks to nicholas godin again the new solo record is called concrete and glass And thanks to you for checking out this episode. Once again, if you're not a subscriber, I do hope you follow along with us and hit that subscribe button so we can deliver podcasts to your earbuds multiple times every single week. Uh, also ask that, uh, you know, you give the series a rating, leave a review. That's what you do with podcasts. That's how you help us out. That's the easy part of the job right there. Uh, you can also leave a comment anywhere you're listening. Uh, that includes iTunes and Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, any of those places right there. And after that, head to WFPK. Org. That's where I do a show, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. An hour full of uh, song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, that's wfpk.org. Consequenceofsound.net has your music and film news. You can also find me on social media at Kyle Meredith, wherever you social media at. That does it for this edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.